Offending from multiple abysses, aka responsible, proper social distance shit talking from spare bedrooms across exurban Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Seasons Podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jerry. This is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. We will challenge your assumptions and ours too. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone, especially ourselves. So join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. And remember to put on your critical thinking cap when listening to this podcast or any other so-called podcast. Episode 116. What's good, y'all? Come on! What's good? Oh, nothing. Absolutely nothing, huh? (laughs) Why should we care about a weird, used-to-be obscure stone monument in East Jesus, Georgia? And we got a lot to catch up on, and I know we're not going to be able to get to all of it, so let's just dive right in here. But I want to start off, I got, I got a question for the two of you. You ever had a tweet? You ever see a tweet that is still rattling around in your head two weeks later? Uh, unfortunately, frequently. Yeah, okay. I, I got one of those. Right. And I wanted to run it by y'all uh, just to see... Kind of get your reaction on it. And and the tweet was one of those, there's no perfect analogy, and and you get cut off mid-sentence because the perfect analogy lies below it. Uh, And in this one, what that analogy was, Republicans are mass shooters, and the Democrats are the Uvalde cops. I saw Hmm. this one. Hmm. Hmm. Who posted that? I have no idea. That wasn't Jimmy the intern, was it? No, no, no. It wasn't a. It wasn't a tweet from uh, the Godless Heathens account. It was, it was a count. It was a tweet that came up on our feed. I. And that's one of those that I take it out and I, and I noodle on it. It's like knitting. It's like an old woman with with in her knitting. Like you take it out and, and you're watching your stories and you fiddle with it for a little while and then you put it up. And, and, and you come back to it, you know, a, a day later and you fiddle with it a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, but the problem is, you you know, when you're knitting, you actually are making progress. And yeah, when you're this, actually doing something this, constructive. Right. Well, it's not that it's constructive, but in the end, you have something of value. And the tweet yeah. just kind of sticks in there and you're like, I don't like think I like that. I don't know what to think about that. I can't wrap my head around it. And it's it's like Velcro to the inside of my brain. It's very apropos. Is it? And, and so so it, it's rattling around your, your head for a reason. Yeah. Because it's so spot on? Because the Republicans are on the offensive and they're getting a lot done. Uh, meanwhile, it's like we're standing around waiting for the situation to be perfect instead of getting in there and getting, getting dirty. Getting a lot, and, and, lot and harmful done, obviously. Yeah, like, yeah like, exactly. Like, yes, absolutely. They are absolutely wreaking havoc. But it's not that we're not playing offense. We're not playing offense or defense. We're doing nothing. So I agree with you. But the difference is they're in power. They don't have a majority. They just have. Yes, they do. In, in states. Yes. 
many states. Right, but without the Supreme Court, they couldn't have done it. True. And that's True. them getting something done a long time ago and imposing their will now. Well, they imposed their will in order to give them the opportunity to impose their will now. They, they completely manipulated the court to get it the way it is. Oh, uh, for sure. But uh, they didn't. Sure. They, they didn't. How do I want to word this? Carefully. McConnell didn't cheat. He, he broke the unwritten rules. You could absolutely say, was it cheating? That makes it seem like there's nothing that's not fair. Yeah. And really, that's true. There's nothing against the law about what he did. Right, right. But he made the rules up as he went he along. He changed the rules as he went along. He to changed the rules himself. one way, and then he changed the rules another yeah. way when the situation was completely 100%, different. Because he could. Yeah. He's an absolute hypocrite. Could, well, you know what? He He's worse than that. Like, so like, why do we play by the rules if, if they refuse to play by well, the rules? Well, I was going to say, the other, the other thing, too, is just like the Supreme Court Mm-hmm. Didn't play uh, play by the precedent. In other words, you know, they, uh, Roe v. Wade was precedent that they claimed they weren't going to overturn. You know, it's been in place for fifty years, but they lied and they, they lied overturned it. The yeah. And so it's the same kind of thing with the way McConnell works. Is there was precedent before on how justices were appointed? You know, at what time frame during the presidency that was acceptable, not acceptable, all those kind of things. There was protocol. There was precedent, but. He went away from precedent. Well, look, but, because he because he could. Yep. And to answer your question, Don, why don't we? Is because we can't. Like right now, we right. can't because of two senators, and and potentially more. But two of them take take all the real grief and deservedly. Why we're not doing that is because we can't. Right. So. There are signs that the aging power structure of the Democratic Party is coming around. Like I saw a quote that Feinstein would would not get in the way of the filibuster. And right off the bat, President Biden was like, oh, you know, bipartisan. And, you know, we're going to I'm going to meet with Mitch McConnell. And now he's much more strident because I think they deservedly got a lot of shit for it but we're in a hole and to get back to to get back to your analogy don is it really that incompetent is it that willful incompetence or are we just really disappointed with not only the results lately but the democratic response from it is it really uvalde worthy of a of a comparison. I thought that the Democratic response when they were questioned, except for maybe Elizabeth Warren and a couple others, uh, when Roe versus Wade, uh, Wade was overturned, was very Uvalde-like in, in their business as usual. Tepid, non-confrontational, yes. didn't capture the moment. Or, or, like or they the, were talking about a zoning board uh, hearing at a local county municipal office. But that's the moment kind of as we understand it, though, or that, or yeah. how we feel it. Mm-hmm. And their point is always that there are more of the, quote, moderate Democrats than there are people like us who were devastated by it and angry by it and still are. And that anger was not being channeled by a whole chunk of the Democratic establishment. Hugely disappointing. It was a shitty place to 
make this kind of mark. But when the governor of Illinois got up that first time after Highland Park and said, this is the time to talk about it. Yeah. And then yeah. he was pissed. And yep. like, there's no better time than right now, thousand right here, fucking percent. Yeah. And yeah. that was like, yes, finally, so, fi- yeah, yeah, finally. It's it's same thing with uh, the guy that just testified uh, that that was the uh, Fulton County uh, Elections Board guy that that finally said something in, in the rotunda of the Georgia Capitol back in January. Oh, Gabe, uh, yeah. where his name is, yeah. He, he was one that testified with Ratzenberger. Yeah, I forget right. I, I, I get his name, but yeah, Republican Fulton County Elections Board guy. Yeah, Gabriel that, Sterling, that is that had, it? Yeah, yeah. Sterling, yeah, yeah. Who had finally had another, it was another one of those moments where, where somebody stood up and, and, and spoke truth to power. And the governor, I, I think, channeled a lot of people. Yeah. And there's nothing to be inspired about after Highland Park. Nothing. But being pissed and publicly pissed and not stepping around it and not being basically saying, you know, it's the guns and it doesn't necessarily have to be this way and shouldn't be this way. Like the Illinois politician who within hours said it was time to move on. Same guy who's raffling off an, an AR-15 style rifle as a fundraising arm of his campaign. That's truly unspeakably Ghoulish. gross. It's trolling. It's political trolling. Yeah, I guess, you know what? I didn't think of it necessarily as trolling as trolling but yeah in a way it is and disrespectful so incredibly disrespectful to the victims and their families and unfortunately it's probably as effective towards the base he's going for as it is disrespectful Uh, who's this you're talking about republican candidate for governor in illinois who, mm. within a, a couple of hours of the shooting, was talking about time to move, time to move on. on. Oh, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I guess I missed missed that story. But, I mean, so Illinois has a democratically controlled Senate and House. Yep. And they have a Democrat and governor. governor. Yep. So they're well-positioned to do something, to change laws in Illinois. to do so. So they don't have to just sit back and complain about it and yell about it, they can actually do something about it. That'll be one of those Midwest states where abortion is available. But the problem they're going to encounter, however, is a Supreme Court. So somebody yeah. in the state of Illinois is going to challenge any kind of assault rifle uh, restriction, take it to the Supreme Court, well, it will be unraveled. So, I mean, am, am I wrong? Do you think that's not a scenario that, that's going to play out? or It's a scenario that could play out, but... Let, let's actually have them pass a law first. Yeah, kind of set the standard, yeah. And honestly, do it without giving a rat's ass about what the Supreme Court might do or not do. Just just do it. Yeah, I want to see one of these states take the Texas abortion approach to assault rifles and just put a ban on them and then have a $10,000 payment to somebody that turns your neighbor in because they, they have one or whatever the case may be. Same, same exact tactic. Use a tactic against them. So my gut reaction to that is, yeah, give them hell. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. And mm-hmm. then my other reaction is, God, that's just a terrible way to yeah. run a nation. It's a terrible way to set up oh. your government and... Like, it's so confrontational and so soul-sucking, and, but if you don't, you feel chumped. 
Well, yeah, I was going to say, what's the alternative? Just, yeah. You know, just to turn turn the other cheek? I mean, you gave a perfect description of, of just basic politics and political discourse. But yeah, so on the tweet, yeah. So I would say the Uvalde thing, I, I don't like that characterization because there's, it's, it's not about individual self-preservation. It's about, to me, it's more like the reality of political landscape. Oh, man. Oh. Happy dude. No. Reality of the political landscape. Mm. Well, but that's, that's what I'm <laughs> saying, though, is, you know, uh, gun, we did pass some kind of a gun law restriction thing, but it was very watered down. There's no age restriction on it, which is right. really the, the main thing that we, sh- we should be doing now. If the majority of these are between 18 to 21-year-old males that, that, that are doing this. And did they get the red flag thing through? It doesn't matter. This case here in Illinois, it, that was a case where he should have been red flagged. This guy know. was nothing but red flags. There, 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 there are red flag laws in, in place already and, and nothing. nothing it's just the wrong nothing conversation. It's just the wrong conversation. It's the fucking guns themselves. Yeah, I know. It's not know. the, you know, the waiting period and the red flag and the this well, that's they, and that's the... That's what I'm saying. That everybody thinks these red flag laws are going are, are gonna to be, you know, the... the stopgap or something or, or the you know the, the saving hail mary it's not oh, there, there's red no. flag laws already in place this kid he had nothing but red flags there's the one thing else he had white skin and that saved him and nobody nobody was willing to do what needed to be done when they had 16 knives confiscated from yeah but him. Wait, wait wait didn't break any law right yeah right yeah didn't break any law and his dad signed for him to get this gun. Right, right. His yep. dad, who, who, was, who was one of the ones that he was threatening to kill with all these knives, is the oh, one yeah. that signed the but permission the, but, slip but for that, him to get the, this gun. I think the, the, shoot, the Oxford school shooter did the same. Parents, I think, bought the gun. So I, I didn't think I was going to get frustrated uh, this quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a record, though. That's a, that's a long... Uh, a long way from what's good, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. Which well, you said absolutely nothing. nothing. Uh, no, and I'm I'm a little surprised how back to normal everything got. As far as what after after what everything went back to normal after everything after Highland Park, yeah, completely after normal after Roe v. Wade. Nothing, you know, just a. That's different, but Highland Park that is normal. A shooting in America is is a daily occurrence at this point. So. There was there were other shootings that day. I don't know that to be a fact, but oh, yeah, I know that sure. to be a fact. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I I couldn't tell you where they were, but I know if I Google it, there were other shootings that day. I guarantee there What's was. What's it take? Because we haven't reached it yet. What's it take for our side of the ball and anybody sympathetic to it on that issue to completely raise hell? After Sandy Hook and Uvalde, I have no idea uh, what it takes. I, and, and I'm talking, I'm talking no Roe v. Wade, clue. too. Yeah, I, I mean, there's there were there were protests, yeah, and not many. Just wait. I mean, wait till Oberfell and 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 hell, Brown or anything else gets overturned. Not falling in that trap because we could six months ago we could have said that about Roe. Mm-hmm. What if mm-hmm. if they were going to do it, and then it became this kind of creeping shit? Are they going to do it? Yeah, huh. then we got the uh, the they're, early warning. They're going to yeah. do it. And God damn it, they're going to yeah. do it. And then it's, fuck, they did it. So in some ways, and I do think it was the conservative part of the court that released it, that basically let the steam 
out of the yeah, out of the issue. Yeah, it was a pressure release valve. Absolutely, is what that was. That's exactly what that was. It's definitely impactful. It's gonna be awful. If this isn't the time to raise hell, what's the bar? Well, and I think we're we're early in the stories for the impact of Roe v. Wade. Until you start to get the personal stories of a mother who died getting an abortion somewhere, or they don't care. Yeah, uh, well, I, I, I mean, yeah, well, but wait, well, who's going to be? But Jeff, who's going to be influenced by this? I don't disagree. Yeah. The stories already came out, like that ten-year-old girl that had to go from that was being denied uh, an abortion in Ohio and had to go to Indiana. Basically, under like, like, it sounded like cover of night. She's 10, 10 years old. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's a sexual assault victim, no, no matter how you slice it. For sure. Period. Like, like un, uh, unquestionably. And, and I'm glad they didn't get into the details. They just said yeah. a 10 year old is, is pregnant, which is horrific enough. On it. You're like, you don't really need to right. know anymore. Yeah, right. Don't, right. don't, yeah. Don't want to no. know. And yeah. their body is not mature enough to carry a baby to term. Well, I mean, it was mature enough to, to get pregnant. Yeah, so, pregnant, but, yeah. but it, yeah. it's, it's, it's horrible. And how many minds is, did it change? Because we don't know I, I, yet. Well, no, we don't know I, yet. I think, well, I, what has, well, what, what, what I'm would, saying is, is, is the proof of the pudding is going to be the upcoming election in November to see. Oh, you're going to be so uh, fucking disappointed. Well, I probably, I probably <laughs> I, will be, oh. but I'm saying that's the only way you're going to know for sure if you've, you know, some of the evangelical, you know, wives are going to vote differently than their husband because, <laughs> uh, it, uh, you know, <laughs> oh man, do you also think we're going to have the largest young person turnout at the next election? Oh yeah, I mean, if if we if we lose control of the House and the Senate. You know, we're definitely toast. Where is this? Where is this? Is this just optimism and hope? Or do you actually... You say optimism and hope in in that they overstep too quickly. The younger generation is seeing what's coming down the pike and would get more involved. That may be our only hope. All right, that's one take. Jeff? So I'm basing it on the numbers that... 70% 70% of voters are in favor of Roe v. Wade being kept in place. Okay, so that's obviously not all Democrats. Okay, so there's a certain amount in there of Republican voters that also, and I, I, I've seen breakouts on that too. It's, it's not a high percent on the Republican side, but it's still a, a, you know, a majority number of, of Republicans when asked in a poll you know, do they want Roe v. Wade? And yes, they would would have preferred it to to be left in place. So my, my that's that's my little thin string of hope there that so, maybe. So your words kind of betrayed you in this case, though. Uh oh. Well, Uh-oh. because look, and, and we talked about this on previous pods. We're gonna find out how real that seventy percent number is. Right. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. And if it is, so the other question is: Is that going to be your primary? reason for right, voting right right and mm-hmm. that's not part of it no no but i mean there's a whole or i get it this is like a sentiment analysis that is not connected to a candidate an election uh, yeah. nothing and 
I was just thinking the same thing that, that you can't pin this on one particular like person. Like going back to like Raffensperger's testimony, why Trump lost Georgia is because a lot of Republicans didn't vote in the presidential election. They voted Republican down ballot, but they skipped and they just did not vote for Trump or Biden. And it, it's not that simple with, with, with this. It's 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 the down ballot that matters as, oh, as well. It all it all Absolutely. it all matters. And yeah. I don't think I I. I will be, I will be pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. if that's the case. The other, the other, I think, false hope is the suburban white mom evangelical tells her husband she's going to vote one way and then actually votes another. There's no way. Well, it's definitely not going to be widespread. No. no, no. I think a lot of the people that that Raffensperger was talking about were those women that that. That voted down ticket Republican but skipped the, the presidential election I don't because think they you could, did not like Trump. I don't think you're going to be able to say in most elections, most, I don't think, maybe not most voters, but I don't think mm-hmm. a lot of voters are going to be able to say, I vote for X, the abortion status quo stays the same. I vote for yeah. Y, we're going to, we have a fighting chance to change an unjust Supreme Court ruling. I, I don't. I don't think people are think that way. I. I well, but, I hope. I hope. To I, God, I'm wrong. Well, but the other thing that is is Roe v. To Wade God. is one piece of the larger picture. It's a huge piece, but it, the larger picture is the loss of a democracy. In other words, you have a Supreme Court. You know, in their last week, those decisions they made, bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Were all minority. I, you know, against the will of the people, no, they were very uh, theocratic. Yes, you, you don't know were. that. The, the whole will of the people thing gets tied into a poll number all the time. Mm-hmm. And the only way to test the will of the people, truly, is in elections. And too many people keep voting for the gun party and the anti-abortion party. And the, the as Jeff would say, white Christian nationalist party. It's like a good Christian would never vote Democrat. That message has been drilled into them at this point. Right. And who was, who was the, uh, the guy from Arizona during the hearing? And then he was interviewed after and said, yeah, oh, yeah. I would still, I w- if still Trump, Trump was running against Biden, I'd have to vote for Trump. You know, even yeah. though he was scammed and, right. you know, yeah, because the other party, as it's been set up, is socialist commies and they eat babies. You know, we're the enemy and we're worth... Uh, killing. That's, you know, worth having violence against. The enemy is is absolutely drilled in pretty much continually. I took my first flight, post-pandemic flight, from this taping, you know, maybe a little more than a week ago. And I, I think I said this in our signal group, is every white dude within 10 years of my age was watching Fox News on the plane. It had it on the whole time. And... I never watched, like, I watch about as much Fox News as you guys do. Zero. The only exposure we really have to Fox News are dunk tweets. Twitter. John Oliver. Yeah, right. Clips. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. You know, yeah. dunk clips, dunk tweets. Yeah. Look at how look at how awful they are. And, and by the way, they're mm-hmm. awful. But yep. when you're watching it continually, and I, you know, like, there's no, there's no monitor privacy when you're, when you're. No. And on a plane. And you can't hear what's being said, but you don't need to hear what's being no. said. Every, it's, it's all in the lower absolutely. third. Absolutely. Every single yeah. lower third 
every yep. graphic, you yep. know, every yep. interview. It yep. is, and, and they watch it all day, every day. Complete other world from us. It's like fascist porn, man. It's well, and they don't steady, and and obviously they don't see it that way. Oh, you think? I don't know how you, I don't know how those voters go into the booth and say, you know what, this has really gone too far. We need to basically reinstate Roe versus Wade. Which, by the way, that's coming. So if there's enough pressure, what is the minimum Democrats should accept? For a return of abortion rights. Wait, through what vehicle? I, I'm not any, following you. Any. You mean by laws they would pass? Yeah. Well, they don't. Yeah. They they, they couldn't pass it in in the Senate right now. No, no. What? Well, but there's an election coming. And yeah. Ro, so, Roe so v. You're Wade. Saying, hypothetically, we we get the vote. Yep. And Roe v. We, Wade's we, on we the got ballot. We carte blanche to pass whatever legislation we want. Yep. What should we pass? First of all, there should be a voting rights bill. Period. Because without that, we're done. I'm not. Obviously, I'm not making my point. Because the pressure isn't going to be, if we win, the pressure is not going to be returned to Roe v. Wade. It's, ex- no, it's, it's going to be, be except it's, this. It's going to be beyond s- that. No, no, it's going to be way less than that. You think? Yeah. It's going to be way less than that. You know why? I, I would, I because, would think Don, that- we need to get a deal done. We need, uh, we need uh, to we, compromise. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hey, compromise. You know it's, yeah. com- you know it's the- coming. You yeah. know but it. given the situation that you said where we have carte blanche to pass whatever legislation we want because we have the votes. All right, let's say we get whatever, a couple extra senators and, and, and the House stays the way it is. So we don't need cinema. We don't need mansion. That's fine. We're good. We, we, we can pass what we need to. We don't need need. Come on. So we're going to pick up. I would think we would ratify Roe into the law of the land in all states. Okay. And if we don't? But we still, air quotes, control the Senate like we do now. That's when, then, that, then, that's when the pressure is going to be to cut a shitty bill. The problem is you, you can pass a law, but a law can be overturned later. The only thing that's going to set it up, it would be a, an amendment. And that's never right. going to happen. So, so, the Equal Rights so, Amendment so pass, you know, isn't amendment so yet. Play now. So play, play, play the game now. Yeah. Pass the law. But, yeah, yeah. Do something. Yeah. But... You, it's going to be, look, that that gun law that we were crowing about, or the or certain parts of the Democratic Party were crowing about, they got it passed. Great, yeah. You basically Yay. you basically handed a piece of you know a cake to the Republicans for being maybe, yeah. bipartisan. Yep. It's it doesn't do hardly anything, but we're no. celebrating no. because we got something passed. You don't well, think the same. You don't think It'll the give same? them something to talk about, right, you know. Right. In, in the, you don't uh, think the same thing's going to happen with abortion? We'll end up with a worthless piece of legislation that does nothing. 25% of what it used to be. Yeah, All probably. kinds of cop-outs and opt-outs. God damn it, I hope you're not right. I don't want to be. probably are. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to be, but I'm telling you, I got tired a long time ago of getting punked by these expectations mm-hmm. that don't right. come to pass. Right. Like I said, we had 50 years to codify Roe. We didn't do it. You know? You know how, many, how many times were we set up where we could have just, there's a vote on Tuesday, boom, you know, that, done. That, that's, but you know what? That, like, we're litigating the, the 1986 American League championship season. Okay. Like, but, it's gone but now. now. But, but now that we know what the rules are, now we know that where the lines are drawn, now we know how to play the game. I, I, I have so, a hard time. Seeing 
marijuana-hating, Republican, bipartisan-loving Joe Biden playing AOC-level hardball. I have a hard time seeing that because he he it's it's not it's not him. It's, not in it's his never DNA. Well, him. like hey, well, like well, like some people have said, maybe he did what he was destined to do, which was to get rid of Dotard, and it's it's time for him to step aside. Well, that's not till 2024. We got to worry about 2022. Yeah, we got to get through 2022 <laughs> first. But yeah, so in know. 2022, we have reached the bombing of things. We don't like stage again. Violence. Violence is the answer. Well, yes. did we ever leave that stage? We left the bombing stage. Yeah. We left yeah. We, we left the... Well, when was the last significant, like, well, bombing attack bombing, since, bombing. like, Eric Rudolph? It could, have been, it could have been January 6th, but it didn't. Yeah, it could have. Yeah, very well so, could have been. So we may have been in a... It may, may have been in a false lull. And obviously, we're yeah. referencing the most people didn't know about... It American sti- what, Stonehenge. Stonehenge. Uh, yeah. American Stonehenge, they call it. That is don't a stupid Anywhere that. like a Stonehenge. There was As no you druids. Can tell, it does not roll off the tongue. No, there were no <laughs> druids involved in the creation of this but, monument. No, but no. it went. I mean, it's the those the guidestones, and I think on the last pod we talked about you know going for a visit, and we've missed our. We talked. Yeah, we we, yeah. Yeah, we talked about, it, and then we found out. It's a good couple of hours drive yeah. from here, but you, and we don't have that much to talk about. But so. you have to go through <laughs> Athens. You go through Athens, which has a lot of breweries, so you can uh, always well, kind of... you got to take a little side trip. Get but ready yeah, to go. That's a possibility. But yep. yeah, it's, it is literally in the middle of, of nowhere East Bumfuck, Georgia. And, it's and what, it's, it, nine miles north of Elberton. Admittedly, weird. Yeah. Yeah, from the get-go. Right. The anonymity, the tenants on it... It is like some of them you look at and you're like, okay, that's kind of normal, and then or it can be normal, and yeah. other things it's like, like what? Yeah. And well, but the thing, the thing is that you know that we have, to, you, you have to take things in context, and that's where a lot of the you know the Marjorie Taylor Greens and all these other whack jobs have have gone off the rails as far as. So this thing was was done in what seventy nine to eighty. In, in nineteen seventy nine is when the whole thing started. It was unveiled in nineteen eighty during yeah. the Carter so it, administration. It was, you know, yeah, it was unanimous. It was uh, unanimous, uh, not unanimously. Uh, what's the word I'm looking anonymous. for? Anonymous. I have no idea. Anonymously, that's the word I'm looking for. Oh the yeah, yeah, other yeah. Other word with all those syllables. By the way, I'm drinking Seven Moons. It's a red blend. Ah. And uh, <laughs> I'm drinking yeah. an Arnold Palmer. There you go. But yeah, uh, somebody showed up in Elberton, and it was basically like the emissary, and had specific instructions to buy a piece of land, and put up a specific structure. Now, Elberton in North Georgia, a lot of North Georgia is like the granite. Capital of the world. Capital of the world, yeah. Like headstones and, and granite monuments and all that stuff com- comes from, from North Georgia. And and they, they apparently the story is the, the guy went to a, 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 a finishing company in Elberton and tried to get this thing made. And the, the the guy didn't want to do it, so he gave him a price that was like three or four times what the normal going rate for something like this would have been. The guy was like, okay, fine. Where do we send the payment to? When when can we schedule to have and it? You know, you, know, you know what he said after that in his head? <laughs> Shit, I could have gone a lot higher. I could have gone a lot higher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, left, yeah. I left yeah. money on the table. So I could have retired next week. 
<laughs> so this wasn't just an individual either. There, there was like no, a, there was money. There was there, but there it was, was all yeah. all done cloak and dagger. Oh, do we know that it was through, a group? Lawyer, I thought it was a guy. Kind of a thing. Yeah, it was a There's single guy. There's money behind but it. it. Was, but it was a um, a pseudonym. R. C. Christian was the name that right. he used, which. It, yeah, uh, but I, I can go off on the RC, but you don't exactly. want me to go there. No, no, but it's uh, basically <laughs> it's it's four extremely large slabs of granite used to be. on each side. Yeah, I'm sorry? used yeah, to be. One that's down now. Used to be. Yeah. Used to be. And on each side, in eight, I think it's the eight most common languages in the world, but somewhere else I read the seven most common languages. English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, Because it wasn't English Russian. only. Yeah. Uh, that, right. You know, I could blow that up. You don't yeah. want that. But it also had, um, a, it's it's a calendar. It's a clock. It, it, does, a, it does a lot of things, kind of, kind of similar to like Stonehenge, where it lines up with the equinoxes. There is a slit in the top stone that the sun shines through every day at noon. Can't stress enough that this is all past yeah. tense. Okay, yep. but, and, but yes, but, and where and where it marks the the center center column is shows you what day it is. But keep in so, mind I mean, it's, it's, the context, okay? Yeah, because that's super important. So this was during the Cold War, 1979, 1980. In the middle of that shit, yeah. when yep. you know we were doing the nuclear buildup, we were on the edge of nuclear war. So, you know, the apocalypse, not the Christian apocalypse is, is what they're saying, but, you but know, the, the nuclear. nuclear apocalypse, end okay. of the world, was a very, uh, you know, it was a very real possibility. And this was designed to withstand a, a nuclear blast. Ho- yeah. Not, not a direct. <laughs> not, right. not a but direct, it sat you know, for 40-something years yeah. and got blown up this week. Overnight. Right. So, right. you know. What? But then my, what, what I, I wanted to go ahead. I wanted to go back to my point though, that you know you're talking about the sun, you know thing and this the way you can locate the star. That was based on my understanding is um, if that was like the the nuclear war hit and pretty yeah. much everything was knocked out. You know your your compasses are gone, your satellites are out. You know all of that kind of stuff. So you need to kind of this figure out how to imparting navigate. Imparting knowledge onto the survivors of the nuclear holocaust. Right. Which and then and, yeah, if you if you go to the you know the the Ten Commandments or whatever, a lot that's where yeah. a lot of the conspiracy people went off on. They're saying maintain humanity under five hundred million people. So they took that to mean. That well kill now you know there's billions billion of people. people we're gonna have to yeah. kill that means abortions and you know yeah, well, eating babies well, well, well maybe no, they're, no, they're just may, talking about maybe just, they're not wrong what do you mean well I mean that's very kind of eugenicsy but no 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 the, but it's listen to the way it's written though it it doesn't say reduce right. population to five hundred million or contain population to it says maintain population at right so that's so the it's, assumption it's coming is, from the assumption that we are not at that point yet because most no and, no that that people and once been, we get to that point right. that's where we should cap it at right but we were at we were past that point i i know but if, but, if but the it, nuclear you know if russia hit us we hit is, them is this is instructions so, for after the apocalypse for the surviving, you know, basically this is Fallout right, 4. Right, but not right. that, and these not are instruction that the, the, the history no. matters, yeah. but the well, history does. doesn't matter on why it got blown up. 
Like it, well, it it's, does. It, it's, it, it sat there for more than four decades. It was a roadside oddity, and, and, and a, nobody and a knew roadside about. that you you know, like you're not going to see it from a freeway and go, oh, let's go see the Georgia Guidestones. You gotta, yeah. You gotta. You're not just going to happen upon it, but it no. got blown up now. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's the okay. scare. The, the That's scary the story. part right. is that first Why? that it had to be, and there were politicians that said. It should have been blown up. One of them ran for governor here. Yeah, Candace Taylor here, here in Georgia, that was one of her platforms that she ran on was that if elected governor, she would tear down this monument. This represented some unspeakable enemy to yeah. a lot of, I think, disturbed people. And the fact that they, someone... Even if it was just a long fuse of dynamite, said they were gonna that they had to blow it up. It's a, that's a bad sign, man. <laughs> that's a well. That's, well yeah, that's and a, those those are the people that read this thing as the antichrist kind of thing. Yeah, but how did? Popular, but, no, no, they didn't read about it. They were told from they were, yeah. they were, they were told. At, yeah, Marjorie at, Taylor Greene. Hold on, where, where were they told this at? At a Candace Taylor rally well, in Georgia, you know, during I, the last year, I can guarantee she brought it up at some point. Oh yeah, in for the, sure. There's a platform. Uh, first, you know what? Yeah, hundred percent yeah. correct. Is Bill Maher that does the thing? Was I something I know, but I don't know, but I know kind of a thing. I don't know what the stick is, but basically, this is one of the who, when they find who did this, they had a Candace Taylor sign in their yard okay. eight months ago. Yeah. You, you, know, I'm, I, you, you better, you better hope. That, that's you, one you, of those things better, that I don't know this to be true, but I know it to be right, true. You better, you, know I mean? you you better hope. Oh, I'm way out on a limb on this yeah. one, man. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are crawling way up high, well, climbing way high in the tree of hope in this episode. You know, she she didn't get but a few percent of the vote, but that represents like 40,000 people. She got more percentage than she ever should have. Well, that's what I'm saying. Even sniff. 40,000 people in Georgia thought or that what she's saying crazy. is good, you know, yeah. so that are by are picking up what she's laying down. They're taking her seriously on her platform is what they did. Somebody had the wherewithal and the access and the the single-mindedness to blow to blow this up. And the blow this up part is is the big problem because yes. yep. it wasn't it wasn't that long ago and it didn't get a lot of it didn't get a lot of uh, press, but a guy with a list of political targets murdered a former judge in in his house and had a had a, a list of a list of potential victims including the governor of Michigan, and now we're blowing up monuments that we don't like and. It's not a huge jump to shooting up political offices. Well, and to your point that this might have just been one thing on his list. His, I assume his again, you know, but. Right. But yeah, there could be other things on this list to blow up. Well, it's weird that, that they, well, there's a video of the explosion. Now there's a camera on this. There's a couple of cameras that are on this monument 24-7, which means video of the car arriving and video of the car leaving before the explosion is available. Assuming there was I, one. Been able to. The silver car. Assuming. Silver car. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's video of this monument constantly. Yeah, they got a, a capture of the and, yeah, silver but, car 
pulling away. Yeah, they're saying that they right. have you know they have video footage of the car leaving the scene a couple of minutes before the explosion. So I haven't seen I, I haven't seen that. I haven't been able so to see it. Yeah, I haven't to seen your it. point, if they have that, where did they park, and why don't we have exactly. them walking up to it? Exactly. They they released the explosion video. I want to see the video of the car. I want to see the video of the guy walking up to the monument. I want to see the with, with a backpack on or whatever the case may be. I want to see all that. We don't. But we we don't really really want to be in the in the bombing stages of of society no, no. again. No. No. And the bombing stages weren't always right wing. Back in the sixties and seventies, the left wing did a good bit of that. Probably you know, probably more of it. But now you got a lot of you got a lot of heavily armed people and kind of weird subcultures of of mass shooters. The the burgeoning mass shooter subculture. Yeah. Yeah. That that is a frightening phrase. And mm-hmm. like like that you know, living under that kind of like back to the earlier thread of like what's it gonna take for people to raise hell? It's already being normalized. It's already been normalized yeah. in school. You know, yeah. kids kinda knew what to do because they were they they've been doing these oh, mass shooter it. drills their whole yeah. life. Yep. Yeah. yeah, but the hey, here's what to do if there's a mass shooting by you. Not the fact that we're supposed to just accept this as kind of a cost of living in America. You know what? If somebody starts shooting, get get behind yeah. something hard. You know, I just had a visceral reaction. You were you were talking about that. And I was thinking about how many kids at that parade reacted before their parents did because they've been trained in school. Saw a bunch of different uh, anecdotes about how kids. Kids were grabbing their parents and pulling well, them, in, you know, in the direction of something. And being calm about it, and, and, and saying, yeah. you know, we've done this in school, and they're kind of like parents are freaking the fuck out. How long has that been, and like an automatic accepted part of your of your school life to do these kind of mass shooter drills? Been t- is it ten years? Because every at, at this at point, least, yeah. every school yeah. does probably, it, right? Probably closer to yep. maybe closer to twenty. It, it is every school now, right? Like every oh, yeah. school oh, yeah. is required, right? right. Yes, so it's, it's like required. Oh, I'm sure. it's like recess. It's like something is part of the school year. We're gonna do our mass, our our mass shooter drill. Right. It's as common to them as fire drills and tornado drills. Right. Were to us. And yep. and and by the way, and they do those as well. Completely yeah. normalized yeah. and accepted. Absolutely. Another cost. To, another cost to doing business. And at, at some point, at any point. We could have, we could have voted for politicians and policies that kind of defang the gun industry, and haven't yeah. done it. And now you've got a lot of try. very angry people who see the other side of the political ball as, as in a lot of ways, subhuman and enemies. And like, these guns are guns are there to you know. To, to be used and it is a I think it's a it's a it's a pretty scary time like it's a it's a it's a pretty scary time now and that's why when you talk about the 70% of people that want row or the 90% of people that want some type of gun law and pretty consistently yeah. universal background checks they never they never vote on it they, they they never vote uh, they never vote that way, and I'm not comforted 
by a poll number with against decades of people that don't vote the way that these polls, uh, the numbers are in the polls. So if you answer a poll question in the mall one way, but you vote a different way in November, what, what's the reasoning behind that other than political manipulation? Not that important to you. Hmm. Not, not enough. Not that important? Not, uh-uh. Right, right. You know what? If you, if you ask me, yeah. It's almost like, do you think that pair of shoes is cool? Yeah, I do. Would you, would you buy them? Well, no. Like, yeah. I, 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 I think they're pretty cool, but I'm not going to buy them. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of the same analogy when you, when you get in a voting booth. You know, you may agree with, with certain things that, mm-hmm. that aren't, like, abortion's not, hasn't really been on the ballot, although it has been for the other side. You know, right. to Jeff's yeah. point, the evangelicals, it's always on the ballot. Oh, for sure. It, it yeah. is the ballot. Right. right. You know, and, and for a lot of people, guns, too. And are you a gun voter or are you going to be a choice voter? And yeah. I, don't, I don't have a lot of comfort in people being a one-issue voter for abortion rights. Well, but um, I mean, well, the, the other, the broader issue, I think I was trying to talk about this earlier, is the loss of our democracy. That's what the main issue, I mean, all these pieces are part of that, right? Yeah. But we still have, so, a demo- but we still have, a, I mean, I, I, I understand. and I, We don't I, have I, a democracy like, if people really realize it. Well, you do if you vote. No, no, you don't. Well, well, because of gerrymandering, okay, because I, of the way the states I, have been gerrymandered. I, I, I totally no. get it. But the next election... I mean, that's the only way out. That's the only tool we have. It, right. it, it, it truly. And yeah. while you have the vote, might want to use it this time. Right. Because every time because it's going to get more difficult. It. Right, exactly. Well, and that's, that's kind of my point, is, is if the Democrat, you know, people running for office, do not focus on the big picture. And, you know, that's what I think the January 6th committee is trying to get across, although... You know, how many people that need to see it or not seeing it is, is kind of pathetic. But, I mean, it, it's really what's at stake is our democracy. The other side does not believe in a democracy. I think that's a that's a loser message, though. Really? Yeah. You don't think that would be something that you could override your other, you know, like, oh, I, I can handle paying a little bit more for my milk if I want a democracy? Uh, your, your polling numbers, you know, to go back to polling numbers, the polling numbers on inflation... And people animated by stuff like that and gas prices. And them laying it directly at Biden's face. Right. Yeah, like, like he controls right. gas I don't, prices. You know what? I, and I'm, now, today, and the day of the recording, was the largest drop in gas prices in the United States in decades. Hmm. So I, I'm assuming that everybody on Twitter is just giving Biden the credit for that. <laughs> right. Yeah, apparently totally. not. I, I didn't even. Yeah, I <laughs> totally. haven't been out, so I haven't seen. Yeah. Has, have they really dropped? My, my, feed, was, my the, feed was. My feed was. It loaded. starts with a three now. Really? In most places, I, you know, your location may vary, but in most places, it starts with a three now. What? What did that? Four. What dropped it that far? Uh, no who, longer you know uh, gouging uh, by the corporate oil companies. No way. So, you're not wrong, but I think it's too abstract. And you've already, you've, you know what? Women have lost the bodily autonomy. 
and they're going to they're going to start getting prosecuted and they're going to they're going to start to die. That's where I think it's going to turn around. In in that the last election was it was it was black women that kind of carried the weight across the start finish line that they they got us home. I think in the next election, I ho- well, you could say hope and you know what hope does, but that it's the 20 to 35 female who just had this right she's had her entire life stripped from her and now she's navigating in this situation that she finds herself in. I, I, uh, I, that, that, that the, those people in that age group that have never voted before show up at the polls and they, they, you talk about a single issue voter there, there's one for you. Okay, we're about to. First of all, we're about to find out. Right. And, exactly. And we're right. very soon. We're about to find out. And there's a lot on the line. And yep. you know, to kind of get get back to you know raising hell. I know that people are are agitated about it, and they feel a sense of urgency. I don't see the action. Well, what action should be taking place, and by whom? Uh, by so. for, by 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 everyone. First of all, okay. So right. yeah. Okay. So I'm. So on our level, what should we be doing then? To you should be donating to yeah. politicians. At Not ev- politicians. I've done that to like Planned Parenthood and those kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Great. But they've been defanged, and yeah. without the, without politicians well, to change okay. laws. Yeah. And influence. Abortion clinics can't do much when right. abortion's against the law. When it gets time for campaign season. Making calls, making yep. text, knocking yep. on yeah. doors, you know. Canvassing. Like, canvassing. And, and by the way, uh, protesting. Like, yeah. there, there is a... Absolutely. There, there's this, this kind of, oh, how uncivil that uh, abortion uh, rights advocates are protesting outside of Supreme Court justice houses. Well, I'm sorry. That's Antifa disguised as anti-abortion advocates. No, it's our side. It's it's our side. So they're going to call them Antifa. But, you know, like those people, those people should feel heat when they walk into it. When they walk into a restaurant, people should hit. They should. I mean, they, yeah. like, like, like they should they should be forced to live. Yeah. With the consequences of their action. Public shunning? Absolutely. A th- there, thousand percent. There's a tweet of Rudy, Rudy Giuliani g- getting publicly shunned that is glorious. Hmm. I'll, I'll, put, I'll put it in, in the run. And it does degrade public discourse. It, it, it's, it sucks. It is. It's, it's confrontational. But right now, we're in a boxing ring and we're not taking any swings. Yeah, and we're gonna have to take some swings, or otherwise we're just gonna like get rope doped, and to your point, lose our democracy. I don't know. I guess I expected more agitation and anger after Roe. I I expected a certain sense of urgency that I was not sensing. I'll put it that way. I wonder if that was part of the plan and releasing the. Kind of the, sneak the pressure preview. release though, for yeah, sure. like we talked about, right? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, that's right. exactly ex- what it was. Exhaust, it exhausts us, I and mean, people are exhausted. It's like, what the fuck am I supposed to protest? They gave us what two to three weeks to process it before it actually 
fully came out. They basically said, this is what we're going to do and let everybody simmer and stew in it and kind of, you know, marinate in the juices before it, it became official. So if that wouldn't have happened, if, if they'd have just dr- Friday afternoon, Roe versus Wade's overturned, not a peep before. It, it would have been a completely different. So that's reaction. like the frog in the water kind of thing. It's like, exactly. okay, we're adjusting exactly. to this temperature. That's kind exactly. of the new reality. So You're not shocked. When you know it's coming, it's not shocked. It's like a hurricane. You've been talking about it for five days on CNN. All right, we'll hit the coast. You know, here it, it is. Might, you know. It might get to a point, though, where, like, like what, do you, what will you sacrifice? Like, like what are you going what, what to sacrifice? You're going to sacrifice getting arrested? You're going to sacrifice a job? You're going to sacrifice harmonious relations with your neighbors because we've never had to do it. My comfortable existence, I, I, I like it. But at some point, are we going to have to to do something that that puts it at risk in order to to achieve a goal or prevent something even worse from happening? Because you took every history class and you're like, shit, why didn't they do anything about it before Hitler came into power? Yeah. Why didn't they do yeah. anything about it before I mean, before right. Vietnam? And right. Jesus, look at all the fucking warning signs. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and <laughs> like, like big blaring ones. And yeah, we're in it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. okay, I'm going to have my coffee and I'm going to go to work. And, you do, and the ex- you, know. you do the absolute worst possible thing you could in, in most cases. Well, kind of a sign of the times, Jerry, you posted a, an article from, I think it was the Washington Post, and I can't remember the name of the uh, the person that wrote it, kind of giving you tools on how to um, be okay with a mass shooting. I can't remember the, the, the title even. Cause I, like it, coming just, to terms How to stay with, safe in a mass shooting stay, and, right. and, and, and worse, and overcome the fear that they create. Yeah, and I yeah. hope to fucking God I am Always afraid yes. of a mass shooting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, but I mean, I, we shouldn't get comfortable with it. No, <laughs> I hope the first thing I do is shit myself. But I mean, that's kind of the sign of the times, though. Is like, eh, yeah, yeah, that's but what, the new but the reality. Sign, yeah. What are you gonna do? But the sign, yeah, the sign of the times is you're the frog, and now the yep. water's up to about one seventy-five. So just yeah. think and, it's a nice uh, whirlpool, you know, yeah, like, hot tub, yeah. you know, um, and it goes up to one seventy six, and uh, you okay. know, what? a little yeah. bit warmer, but like yeah, we but accept, I'm, but you're sweating good, so you know, it's a sweat lodge now, and, and we, but, we 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 accept it. We accept our kids having yeah. to go through mass shooter drills. We we accept, We're, yeah, we accept politicians after a horrific mass shooting say, well, time to move on. Uh, by the way. Uh, so, join my raffle for a semi-automatic machine gun. Vote for oh, me. Yeah. Keeping with your theme, we, we accept heartwarming stories about fathers who put their children in a dumpster so they would be behind metal <laughs> and they would be safe. Yeah. yeah. Fuck me. That's like, oh, those, that's, yeah. you know, give me a that's break. like those heartwarming business stories yeah. where it's somebody that's 78 years old and they haven't missed a, a day in, in 53 yeah. years and they got to so, walk three miles to work. It's like, no, that sucks. That's yeah, a, that's yeah. an economy completely abandoning like, people like this. So was was that in the the Wapo article? Is like look for a when you go to a parade, look for a dumpster 
that you can, you know, dumpster diving well, yeah. has a new... Uh, stay, stay within arm's length of putting your child in a dumpster, just in yeah. case. Mm -hmm. If not, bring a dumpster with you. Right. you be prepared. It, it, it's, it is all about not only being prepared, but mentally being being okay, okay with the with fact it. that you're in you're in you're in a public setting yeah, yeah. And, and this could happen and by the way the other side this evil other side that i mentioned and we mentioned they're good with that they're good with that part because they 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 don't want that kind of participatory community mm -hmm. we, you know the 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 bubbles and the people glued to their their computers oh. and phones; those are the people that blow up monuments that yep. that are that are weird. It got ratcheted up like everything else through conspiracies and Facebook and and all these 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 people that follow Marjorie Taylor Greene. Like they don't they don't want to go to they they don't want people to do that. That's a sense of community, right? No, right. It's all about the individual. Well, yeah, yeah, I think it's. It feels a little more sinister than that, though. Yeah. Well, according to her, it was a little a little suspicious that these mass shootings happened during MAGA month. You know, they didn't happen during Pride month. Yeah, that's right. July Fourth is no longer for all Americans. Seems like a false flag to to get the get the media all which, worked up. Which, again, ever after. After every one of these shootings, just yeah. straight up flood of lies. You said one of those lines that I just kind of expected before before we started tonight. You said that Marjorie Taylor Greene was being interviewed by who? Was Alex again? Jones. Yeah. So yeah. So you know, two two not, birds not, of a know, flock shock, not shocked. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. She's my representative. Yeah. Well, she could. You're a constituent. But I'm not voting for her. <laughs> She speaks for you in Washington. No, she doesn't. Speaks for nobody. She's hey, she well, until you vote her the fuck out. She speaks for you in you, Washington. You. Barry Louderbilt speaks for me. Who speaks for you? Yeah, the guy who gave tours on oh, the fifth. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Speaks for me. Mm -hmm. The batshit crazy Jewish space laser woman speaks for Jeff. Who speaks for you, Jerry? Is it Loudermilk? No, for me can't be louder. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, right now it's uh, it's Lucy McBath. Oh, but, okay. But I've been, I've been redistricted out, and oh, it will of gerrymandering most likely uh, uh, completely. Um, it yeah. most likely will be a. Does the line run between you and your neighbor's house? I mean, is it <laughs> Dotardian uh, surgeon? McBath is she's a Dotardian. Nah, it's a him. Oh, it's a him. him. Yeah, and he's a he's a I thought you said he's, Lucy. he's a certain well she's she's my rep now she's a Democrat. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And, okay. I but, thought she was. But right, it, right. but she is in the seventh district now, and the sixth district is a very very Trumpy surgeon, oh, and so he's going to play. You know, he's Doctor Rich or whatever his name is. And um, so you, that's going to be your twenty twenty two vote. Uh huh. You can okay, okay. Against kind of a couple of nobodies, so or against a, a guy that's that's probably not going to inspire a lot of people, but we'll see. But that's what I'm saying is a lot of people aren't paying attention to this local gerrymandering shit that's going on. What's the chances that any of us end up with a representative with a D next to their name? No, like Marcus Flowers next is year. who I'm voting for. Marcus but Flowers, yeah. 
Yeah, who are you voting? Yeah, okay. So he's he's your wait. Who's your guy? Laudermilk. Who's running against him? Who's no clue, but I'm voting for him or her or she or he or it or whoever. I it, whatever. I mean, yeah. I'm not voting for Laudermilk, obviously. But the way they you know, gerrymandered it is like they're gonna they're he's gonna a hell get it. the tour guy, but he sucks as being a, a yeah representative. And and in this stairwell, you'll see yeah. some nice handrails. Matt Gates already said if. Uh, and I don't want. And it's 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 difficult to take him seriously. Like you don't want to take him seriously, but Matt Matt, he does represent the the mega douche wing of the oh, yeah. of the party. He said, as you know, if the Republicans take control of the House, they're going to defund anything, any money going to Ukraine. Yeah. Now, absolutely. The, the idea that that a Republican Party would publicly go for Russia, Russia is right. that, that's all they, that's so all contrary to Jeff's what we... representative does. is She's the biggest apologist for Putin I've ever seen. Who's this? Marjorie Taylor mm. Greene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's... Yeah. I can't understand half the words coming out of her mouth because you know what's stuck in it. it, it and it's Putin's. It, it's ridiculous. <laughs> ah. She's constantly... She's... She's worse than than William Lane Craig as a Christian apologist. She's done more apologizing for Putin than he ever did for Jesus. It's ridiculous well, the amount that she does. That's that is that and other things are at what stake, you know. And you know the, the you know let the fact that the democracy is going up in flames motivate you. But I don't think people are enough people are going to vote on that. They're going to vote on. On specific issues, I that's why honestly, I, I hate this country. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna use that in a commercial against you. <laughs> I honestly, I, I think if the Republicans were smart, they they would have waited till after the midterms to do all of this undoing that they're doing now. Ah, oh, but the but but that that's just a that's just a semblance doing this of right the dunk, before man. the midterms just doesn't seem like it's it's. It's good time. No, no. What you know? What we we don't give a shit about timing. This first chance we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it, and after that, we're gonna do something else. I like I said, hope hope kills, but I hope it blows up in their face when an outpouring of women between the ages of twenty one and thirty five show up at the polls in November. It's not going to happen when you've got a geriatric president that does not seem to be. As but he's not on the ballot in November. Fuck if he's not. Well, <laughs> he's the he's the yeah, head of the he's, party. He's not printed on the ballot yeah, in November, right. but exactly. he, he's on it. Yeah, he's all over that. Yes, fucker. he is. <laughs> he's it's been dipped in his essence. <laughs> well, and that's 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 and that's why historically, the, you know, that they they switch, yeah. you know, to we, the the power the, the, because the party of the presidency, power always right. takes a fucking bath in the midterm. Right. Yeah. Let's it, hope it's there's expected. an exception to the rule. Let's hope that to be Ooh, the case. A lot of hope. But so we know what hope dies. A lot of hope. Yeah. All right. A whole lot of hope. So well, what? What are the, what are anybody's <laughs> recommendations yeah, other than say, a what, big uh, piece yeah, of hope? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got one. Actually, uh, my boss turned me on to this one. This is a Netflix documentary. It's called Keep Sweet. Pray and obey. Pray and obey. Well, Pray I'm, and obey. I'm not liking the sound of that though. And it is a four-part documentary 
on Mormonism, on fundamental Mormonism, and primarily Warren Jeffs and, and his father as, uh, before him. Really, 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 really good. I knew a lot about Warren Jeffs when he was on the the 10 most wanted list and, and, and all the rest of that stuff. So I, I was familiar with a lot of that stuff, but I wasn't familiar with his father and and, and a lot of the other stuff that was uh, that, that I learned in it. But yeah, like I said, my uh, <laughs> my boss is, uh, has learned my taste in documentaries. She's the one that, uh, that turned me on to this one. But yeah, really good. Uh, well, uh, I guess I would just kind of recycle one of my recommendations from before because of this conversation is Laboratories for Metocracy, the wake-up call from behind the lines, kind of talking about local politics and how that is often to, and to our detriment overlooked. Um, you know, Because most people do not know who their local... Uh, and who wrote that? Uh, David Pepper. Okay. And he speaks from experience because he was a politician. I think he's, I don't know if he still is or not, in Ohio. And kind of talking about how that, how the tide turned there because of people not understanding what local politics really, really meant. And so, you know, we can put all the, all the weight we want on, you know, the national politics, but it's local that makes, <laughs> that makes the, you know, the, the bread and butter laws that we have to live by. And, you know, when they're gerrymandering the fuck out of things and they're in control of setting those things and they're in control of elections, and, you yeah. know, then we're not keeping Secretary our eye on that state elections are going to be very important. Well, yeah, and, 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 you know, the Supreme Court uh, thing that's going to be on the docket for their next cycle or whatever, one of them is giving that kind of power to the states, to the states not just the states, but the state legislatures. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, so that would overturn. They can overturn the public, you know, the, right, the, vote, the will the of the people, vote, yeah. right? And there was yep. a good. Um, um, they they unpacked that on one of the uh, the Straight White American Jesus podcasts. I think it was last week's episode. Their the week okay. update kind of thing. Yeah. So find that one. Listen to that because that's that's one of those kind of things too. Is like we need to to change local politics if we're going to have any chance. Yep. So what you got, Jerry? So I'm going to recommend something that I don't think you guys liked as much as me. But okay. that what that is why are pe- why people are acting so weird. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I um, liked it. I just didn't like the like like in the like liking. Which is a weird <laughs> weird thing to be the first thing out of your mouth about the podcast. But so this they said the word like like too many like times like oh like God. you know the like like. So this is uh, I'm talking about this is because that does drive me crazy. But I honestly didn't pay attention to it. Okay, uh, at least I didn't pick up on it. So the the pod is about how the pandemic has broken people's brains and something like the 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 impact of the pandemic and lockdowns and how it happened and the the. The continual impact on it is not necess- is not really being reckoned with, and I, I definitely mm-hmm. related to it because this kind of rush to get back to normal, which but well by the way, COVID deaths are still cranking along and people are still getting they're infected. Higher, I saw uh, something not too long ago where they're higher now. I don't want to get Jeff started, yeah, but they're higher right. now than they were. A year ago and two years ago. 
So it's it is it's definitely you know like it's definitely not over, and doctors are burnt out, and people are snapping, and and we just want to forget about it. You know, we just want to hey, let's let's go back to normal, and like it really. And I said, like doctors and <laughs> nurses have got to be stressed. I got an email, uh, not an email. I got a text from somebody who apparently thought I was a nurse because they were looking for nurse practitioners in the Augusta area and were wanting to know if I was interested. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't know. I, I mean, you know, I could put a Band-Aid on. what? Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, one, yeah. Thing, one thing for sure. Like entry-level positions in nursing. No, nothing, nothing's easier. Like the, the airport, the airport is it like flying is just like a Russian roulette of your time. The way that all the the flights are being canceled and people are having oh, to yeah. Yeah, yeah, having yeah. to sleep in airports and you know four Scramble hour security and... lines and empty shelves and like just everything is more difficult and feels more fraught and as as a as a society don't think we're 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 really grasping it. But that's how we're wired, though, is, you know, we want to just be done. We want to get on to the next thing. We're impatient. Do we? Do we? Or was that fed to us? Because I feel like that was fed to us. That whole, we got to get back to normal. We got to get back to normal. And no, it, I think that's that's part of the human nature we, is, you yeah. you know, you want to get, I wanted to get back to normal. I, you know, you know what I'm saying? You it's to like get back I, out in public and, and interact. Right. You wanted, yeah. to, you wanted to get back. You wanted to get back to normal, and it wasn't the normal that no, that, we, that normal we left. Anymore. Yeah. You know, because the conditions, the conditions for that level of normal didn't exist and still right. don't exist. Well, no, no. So, did we sell ourselves a bill of goods by saying we want to quote get back to normal that we really couldn't get there for a lot of reasons? And since we're not there, everyone's pissed off about it. Yeah, yeah. I think we try to justify it in our own heads that we're there. But then when reality doesn't match up to, mm-hmm. that's where the, that's where the times, t- the trauma ten, takes tens place. Tens of millions of Americans. Yep. Right, right. Times right, everyone. Right. Everybody. I, I know I've changed. I just, lack of social interaction. I've changed over the last few years and that's a pro and you're not the only one and that's a profound no, it, shift no like but a profound how, how shift how do i go back to normal if i don't go back to the office if my new normal is i now work from home full time we have completely pivoted right right i don't go to the office anymore and likely never will again and to be honest i don't leave the house much more than i did during covid my wife goes back and forth to work every day. She stops at the grocery store, stops here, stops here, does it. I go out on the weekends every now and again, but I don't leave the house much. So, yeah, I, I, so it's you your don't fault. come to our meetups. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I talk to y'all on here. I, talk, I mean, I, I talk to people I game uh, with and stuff. That's, I, that's, I talk to that's people that's at work. Not a, not a, a full, but, you know, doesn't no. fill what, 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 what you needed. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm, I'm, I, I know socially. I have regret. Or evolved. Evolved. You know, yeah. like, you're, you know, different, different circumstances, different you, you know, all yeah. reacted, at, you know, especially us on the left, the last five plus and years. So dare we say the new normal for Don? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> to me, still, a meetup in person 
would would be borderline weird. Really? Yeah. Huh. Is that because of the audience or just you getting out? No, 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 no. Just just like a regular, you know, social group Tuesday night meet up at, at, at the wing place or the you know, the brewery or whatever would would have a, a level of anxiety. Really? Kind of attached to it. But yeah. you're we're your people, Don. I know, I know. Apparently not. Yeah. I, I it's a I've become more insolent. It made me <laughs> that that, po- that podcast made me think. Now there's another one from the same Chris Hayes with Pod about the uh, Canadian residential schools. Um, it's called Stolen Surviving oh, St. Michael's with Connie Walker, and, Ooh, and is that she a is later a. One? Pardon me. Is that a later one or an that one, one was dropped on June 21st? So it was a couple couple weeks old and we talked about it on the pod a little bit i saw a couple of articles and i was familiar with it but this was like the first deep dive that that i did on this topic and it's a that's a it's a hard listen that's a brutal story it is that that is it is it is really awful and I would like to listen to the podcast, but I don't have Spotify. Like, like she is the podcast host, and her dad, her dad was was in one of those residential schools and was abused by a priest. And the, it starts off like the the podcast and and the Chris Hayes podcast starts off with a story where he's a, a, a an RCMP, like he's a state. Provincial cop. Yeah, Royal Canadian Mounted Police. And he stops somebody for speeding, and it's a priest that abused him, and he beats the Mm. shit out of him. Mm. And and he kept waiting for, like, some type of shoe to drop where he would get into trouble, and he didn't. And (laughs) he's like going... I did something wrong. Right. It wasn't really wrong. It was kind of wrong. Just a rage... Just waiting, yeah, wow. just waiting for somebody to show up at his door and knock, and nobody ever but knocked. But the, like, the extent of the, of, like, the dehumanization and, you know, taking kids away from their parents and not enforcing them to, you know, to oh, give yeah. up their culture, which, by the way, all things that we did here. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it just hasn't been exposed here yet. It, it, well, it we, has, we it has this, been, I mean, you know, like, the... The, the mistreatment of the native peoples pretty pretty well exposed oh, yeah. but this yeah. was in connection with the catholic church and but yeah but, it, but into it, like it the just, 70s and 80s it just didn't extend to the to the native peoples as well too it, it extended to a lot of other groups as well hmm. for sure well i'm we sorry those... i didn't i didn't uh, I, I i started the pot off with a bang and i ended it with a <laughs> with a with a bummer of a whimper but it's it is a it's a really it's a, it was a really interesting podcast. I, I, I think you could really you you could recommend the the with podcast. Uh, oh of yeah, his, yeah. just in yeah, general, they're, yeah. they're usually they're they're usually that, that, pretty good. That's a, that's a pretty good go to podcast. If, if if you need a time, you know, everybody needs a time suck from time you know, from time to time. If if you feel like me, I'm every now and again. I've, it seems like I've gotten to where I'm like I need a new podcast. I need something new to. You know, to to fill up my podcast feed here because I'm 
I'm getting to where my foot, you know, my, my feet so is I'll, empty. I'll, you know what? I got That's one more, one. and I'll keep it in the family. Right. Chris Hayes' cool. wife is a former Supreme Court clerk and is a law hmm. professor in New York City, I think at Fordham, um, and a like an on on air for ABC legal legal um, analyst, and she has a podcast. And she was interviewed on the the Ezra Klein show, which can be kind of yeah, kind of wonky, yeah. but I, yeah, the, the, I'm, I'm I'm not too warm to him. But go ahead. so it's it's called a guide to the Supreme Court's rightward shift. Okay. And okay, that's an interesting topic. Goes yeah. into like the like how this how the court is operating, how it got there, and it is usually he he can be a little too you know yeah, but the other side, but on this one he is like fuming, like mm. he like he's he's viscerally angry during Ooh. a lot of this. It's a it's a good one. I'll check that one out. Yeah. Right. Well, on that note, we will see y'all. Next time it'll be brighter. (laughs) Next time we see you again, I guess. Yeah. My gun, he made me mad. The devil's bad, the devil is a bomb, but the devil is my friend. The devil is my friend. Wherever I go, the devil goes. The devil is my friend, and Godzilla is my friend. Godzilla is my friend. Wherever I go, Godzilla goes. Godzilla is my friend, and Shrinko was my friend, and Bridget was my friend, and Andrew Bob, he just popped up. Now Gorbachev is my friend, and Francis Nature is my friend. Some of them at the party and the devil is my friend. And the devil is my friend.